Hey everybody, welcome to episode 82 of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. My name is Kieran, and I have been metal detecting now for nearly 30 years. This week, it never rains, it pours. After 18 months of no new detectors, we have two in the space of a week. So let's talk about those this week on the show. Hey everyone, before we start, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast this week, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to support the show, there are many options available in the links in the episode notes below. And if you want to interact with me and the show, that information's in there too. But most importantly, if you like this content, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hey everyone, a bit of a newsy episode this week, but I hope all your news has been good this week as well. So this week I got out for a quick beach hunt that got washed out with an Atlantic storm rolling in. I didn't get much in the way of detecting, however, I did get to experience the mighty power of nature firsthand, which is always an awe-inspiring moment. Before we get on with this week's topic, Dirt Fishing Dave on Instagram reached out to me after listening to last week's show to recommend an app to everybody. That app is called Kinoscope and he highly rates it. I tried it myself and I have to say it looks very promising and I'm looking forward to putting it through its paces with a few slices of toast each week. Thanks Dave, appreciate your input as always. But that wasn't the big news over the weekend. And if you're a Nocta Macro fan or a user, you are 100% aware by now of the announcement from Delec to thunderous applause all over social medias about the announcement of the SMF Live launch event on November 19th at 6pm GMT plus 3. Now let's be clear, there has been no product launched yet, only the announcement of an event where the product will be launched. So speculation is rife across the web to what this eagerly anticipated detector will look like and what it will cost. I have condensed these rumours down to what seems credible and potentially plausible for what to expect with the SMF, the Smurf, Smurf, Smurf launch. Starting with the name, early conversations hinted that it may be called the Simplex Multifrequency However, Nocta Macro have been quick to put some air between that by socializing the idea of the simultaneous multi-frequency detector. However, the actual name will be announced on the day. I'm just going to call it the Schmiff SMF. <laughs> With the product launch date of the 19th of November and the commitment of release in 2021, I can't really see many people having it on Christmas morning, despite the initial plans for release during the summer months of 2021. However, I suppose there was no accounting for COVID or the chip crunch causing delays, so we can cut knock the macro some slack here, I suppose. The SMF Smurf, is expected to come with an 11-inch coil as standard with the option of a 6-inch coil at a later date and the possibility of a Pro Pack also at that later date too. Positioned as a direct competitor to the Equinox, However, depending on the price point, the SMF may be more of a direct competitor to the Vanquish 540, MindLab's low to mid-market multi-frequency machine. Other features rumoured are the addition of a low-latency Bluetooth headphone, but without Nocta Macro's previously proprietary Bluetooth technology, thus allowing you to be more budget-conscious with your selection of third-party headphones. 
knock the macro have been very quiet about what frequencies the smf will operate at with the only indication that it will go high enough for gold prospecting so in my book that's somewhere north of 40 kilohertz in terms of appearance, Nocta Macro have more or less confirmed that the SMF will exist in the same form factor as the Simplex Plus, which I liked, but will be packed with completely different and new technology. And what will all this cost? Well, some are saying it will come close to the Equinox. However, I expect it to come close in line with the Vanquish Pro Pack, around £499. But let's see on November 19th, I suppose. The LEC has committed to coming on the show once the SMF is released, so watch this space for that episode coming up. Now, I was just writing up this episode, and what do you think happened? Didn't XP go and launch the Deus 2, a fast, multi-frequency machine? Not marketing an event to launch like Nocta Macro, but actually launch the Deus 2, which you can buy right now from XP dealers for a whopping €1,600, Euro, depending on what configuration you go for. So straight away, XP are saying at this price point, they are not interested in competing with MineLab and the Equinox or Nocta Macro's SMF, but feel they have something that expresses the cost of this machine in its wide set of features, such as fully wireless multi-frequency up to 49 frequencies individually selectable from 4 kilohertz to 45 kilohertz fully submersible up to 20 meters with a telescopic carbon fiber shaft and bone conduction headphones which i think the idea of is the nuts the control housing is fully shockproof and guaranteed up to that 20 meters depth available straight off the bat with a 9 inch coil or 11 inch coil and a multitude of accessories. Has this stolen the thunder from Nocta Macro? No, in no way has it taken any thunder from any of the existing or soon to be coming multi-frequency machines, simply because it is being marketed as a high-end machine with a price point to suit it. Either way, it's exciting times with not one, but two new detectors on the horizon, and I for one am looking forward to getting my hands on both so I can give you guys my own impressions of the detectors. Time for Tech Time Out! <laughs> I haven't done that for a while. But this week, because of the pending release of two multi-frequency machines, I thought I would cover what multi-frequency is, and is it the next level of detection equipment? So, firstly, a lot of people think this is a mine lab technology. However, you just have to look into the patents to see that there was a patent for this bat in the late 80s. And with a little digging about, you can see that the Fisher CZ and the White's DFX were technically multi-frequency machines. And even the MineLab BBS technology, which supposedly transmitted 17 frequencies, with the reality being about 3 or 4 frequencies being used at one time or another. So MineLab wasn't the first to market with this technology. And it clearly wasn't the last with this week's announcement. So multi-frequency is not necessarily the cutting edge. It's been around for a very long time. So why would you want a multi-frequency machine? Well, it seems to me the top reason is salt water environments, as multi-frequency offers an amazing performance in this environment. This is why you see every beach hunter online using an Equinox. There is nothing that comes close so far. Multi-frequency is also more suitable for coin, relic or jewellery hunting. So how does it work? 
Well, if you remember my selecting frequency to best serve your needs episode, we talked about how specific frequencies are better suited to particular targets. For example, low frequency is better for large silver and more depth, while at the other end of the scale, higher frequency of 40 plus kilohertz are better suited to small gold or gold prospecting with greater sensitivity. Most detectors will transmit and receive one frequency at a time. Imagine your detector is flip-flopping between transmitting and receiving, and when it receives a signal returning, it needs to process this received signal, display the results, and then transmit again. This is all very serial or procedural in nature, while a multi-frequency machine will transmit, receive, and process all the frequencies simultaneously in parallel. Now, you might go cool and think that's fairly simple, However, where the difficulty is in this scenario is that the coils, which are normally tuned to one frequency, now need to be tuned to a wider range of frequencies, which is not easy to do. All this while ensuring each step is in sync with each other. There is also a requirement for fast signal processing, as the received information is vastly greater in magnitude of a single frequency machine. Think of a computer constantly processing dynamic fast Fourier transforms thousands of times a second. So a lot of the tech in a multi-frequency machine is not so much in the ability to transmit multi-frequencies, but the ability to process the vast amount of information received that the returning signal generates. If I try to explain multi-frequency to someone who doesn't detect, I would use the following analogy. Think of it in terms of guns. A standard detector is like a normal gun firing one bullet at a time. Even a machine gun fires one bullet at a time, but at a rapid rate, but still one bullet at a time. Because it's one bullet, it is easy enough to see if the individual bullet hit. A multi-frequency machine is like a shotgun that fires shotgun shells at the same rate as a machine gun does. So loads of lead of differing sizes flying at a target. Impossible for a human to track each shot to see individual hits. However, that's what a multi-frequency machine needs to do thousands of times a second. Will Nocta Macro's SMF or XB Deus's FMF live to disrupt the metal detector market? Who knows, but I am certainly looking forward to getting my hands on these. And congratulations to both companies to getting these detectors out in such trying times. That's it for this week. I hope you like this episode of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. Check out our website, www.themetaldetectingshow.com for this episode's show notes. Check out our Patreon page if you want to help the podcast stay alive or just want to buy me a copy. Actually, if you want to buy me a coffee, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com forward slash metadetecting. Also, if you'd like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash the metadetecting show. The link will be in the show notes. If you feel like taking your appreciation to the next level, feel free to leave me a positive review on any podcast directory of your choice. If you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Once again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will chat to you all again next week. Get out there, eyes down, good luck and happy hunting.